It's time for the Fantasy Points Podcast, brought to you by FantasyPoints.com. Top-level fantasy football and NFL betting analysis from every perspective and angle, from numbers to the film room, with a single goal to help you score more fantasy points. It's the Week 16 Waiver Wire Podcast here at FantasyPoints.com, and Tom Brawley, we have uh, obviously a huge piece of news here um, at the top of the... I'm Joe Dolan, by the way. At the top of the program, I hope everybody's having a good uh, lead-up to Christmas here, lead-up to the holiday. Happy Hanukkah uh, for those who celebrate. Uh, certainly a uh, kind of a gloomy uh, uh, semifinal week if you employ Jalen Hurts on your fantasy team. Um, Tom, the news came out yesterday. I don't know if it was entirely a massive surprise because I did write in the market report uh, yesterday that Hertz was slow to get up a couple of times um, against the Bears on Sunday. And what comes out is, of course, some idiot who bought a check mark on Twitter uh, oh, tweeted that Jalen Hurts had a broken collarbone that sent everybody into a frenzy. Um, that is obviously not the case, Tom. He has been diagnosed with what uh, Edwin, Dr. Edwin Porras at FantasyPoints.com, for those uh, who are not familiar, at FB Injury Doc on Twitter, said is probably just your run-of-the-mill AC joint sprain in his throwing shoulder. It was pretty obvious this was not a broken collarbone. Why? Because Jalen Hurts went 6 of 9 for 102 yards passing after after doing it. He would not have done that with a broken collarbone. So here, Tom, is the, the nitty-gritty. Edwin said... Hertz probably could play through this if he needed to. The problem is, for your fantasy team, is he probably doesn't need to. The Eagles need to win just one of their last three games. They have games against the Cowboys, Saints, and Giants left. And it is it is obvious that Gardner Minshew is capable of winning one of those three games. Now, Nick Sirianni, he went on a radio spot. This is Tuesday morning. He went on a radio spot this morning. And, of course, he says, well, you know, we're, we're doing everything. Jalen is attacking his rehab, so he's not going to rule him out. And they probably won't rule Jalen Hurts out until Friday at the earliest. But let's talk through this situation because literally every question I'm seeing on Twitter, every question I'm seeing coming through our Discord channel yeah. has to do with Jalen Hurts. Should I start Gardner Minshew? Should I start Russell Wilson? How are you approaching this situation? And I know you're going to be updating the waiver wire article at FantasyPoints.com to reflect this as well. Yeah, it's not easy. Uh- the whole situation, and this is a, a unique week where they're playing a day earlier than normal uh, on a, on a Saturday, so right, we have a which shorter makes it week, less likely. Yeah, yeah it's to tougher turnaround. And as you said, I think if Dallas would have won on Sunday, we might might be seeing Jalen Hurts playing this game. Uh, an AC sprain is something that you can play through, but it can lead to you know further damage and you know more injury time if you, you risk coming back. So. Uh, with the Eagles pretty solidified as the number one seed. Uh, as you said, just need to get that one last victory. They have three chances to do it. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see Hurts back next week, you know, in yeah. week 17 uh, with two weeks of rest to to get over the injury. But uh, the quick turnaround this week with six days, uh, I, I just don't see them, uh, you know, forcing the issue. And we've seen the point spread opened uh, Dallas minus one, minus one and a half has moved already to minus six. Uh, Everybody seems to think that it's going to be the Gardner Minshew time. Uh, So barring any news, we'll probably find out. Hopefully we find out Thursday with with it being a a Saturday game. Maybe they'll give us an early decision. 
since that will be the final uh, practice reports of the week. Uh, because you know, we're, I'm already getting questions. Uh, should I play uh, risk playing Trevor Lawrence on Thursday night uh, if I have Jalen Hurts as my typical starter? So. Pretty good backup option. Yeah, <laughs> it's not the best matchup against the Jets, but uh, the way he's playing, I, I would uh, I would certainly love a Trevor Lawrence option over some of these waiver wire guys. So uh, it's not an easy situation. I'm in the same boat. Uh, I'll probably be uh digging deep on my waiver wire uh we'll, we'll get let's get into some of these guys that well will be out there let's start with Minshew I mean let's start with be... Gardner Minshew yeah. and, and Tom this Dallas defense is extremely leaky if yeah. you can protect you can you can score on this team they have a lot of injuries in the secondary and if it is Gardner Minshew He's going to be throwing to A.J. Brown. He's going to be throwing to Devontae Smith and potentially throwing to Dallas Goddard. To me, that's a pretty darn good backup plan for Jalen Hurts. Yeah, and he played two games last year, put up solid production, four touchdowns, one interception, uh, 428 uh, passing yards in in those starts. So certainly serviceable. Uh, He's not, you know, it's not going to be the same as, uh, you know, having Jalen Hurts in your lineup, but. Even the the point total, uh, it's still sitting around forty six and a half points, uh, with a six point spread. That's telling you that they think the Eagles will still score twenty to twenty one points. So, uh, I mean, that's that's pretty, yeah, that's solid. That's better than uh, most point spreads and uh, lines that you're going to see this week for uh, the, the totals for their offensive uh, potential output. So, uh, I think he's certainly serviceable, and there's a chance that hey, maybe they go. Uh, have to go a little bit more pass heavy uh, if they're trailing in that game. Uh, uh, how about you, Joe? Do you think that are they going to call off the dogs at any point? Are they, you know, if they would fall behind a lot with Minshew and that's that's the concern here. Yeah. Um, like because there's a lot there. I, I far be for me. I almost wondered if, like, even before the reports of the Jalen Hurts injury, I almost wondered if if some of that kind of thought was baked into the initial line in this game. Yeah, like, I, hey, you, you know, the Eagles, if if somebody gets hurt, let's just say one of their tackles goes down or something, they're like, let's pack it up and let's go home for our final two games and win one of those two. Like, that's that would be my main concern because, personally, I think six points for this Eagles team, whether it's Gardner Minshew or not, is, is they're giving way too much. But there are extenuating circumstances here, and that is certainly one of the one of the problems. Yeah, I, I, I think Minshew I, – I think they're going to go out and try to play to win. I, I, oh, now, for my, sure. I mean my, – My concern, uh, I, I think maybe they'll – maybe they play a little bit more conservative with Goddard again if they're not uh, completely sold that he's 100%. Um, and maybe they don't rush back some of their other, you know, dinged-up guys in this matchup. So uh, this is one we'll have to follow the injury report early this week. Uh, but, yeah, I, we're going into this thinking that Minshew will be the starter – I think he's going to be like probably like a mid QB two kind of option. Uh, it's not ideal here in the fantasy playoffs if you lost Hurts, but um, there's just there's not going to be a whole lot of great options out there. Uh, you know, if a Danny Dimes, he's sitting at fifty seven percent owned. We don't write those type of guys up for the waiver wire, but he's potentially on your waiver wire. He gets that Minnesota matchup. Uh, we got Brock Purdy, who's been you know, solid through the first two, two, uh, two starts and in relief in the third game, uh, has two touchdowns in every game. So, um, I think tough matchup this week though. Yeah, he gets, he gets Washington. That's going to be a lower scoring game. Uh, Washington's, you know, you attack Washington more through the air though. So, 
maybe that you know maybe that's uh, leads to more of a pass-heavy game script for San Francisco than than's typical for them. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm looking at at the rest of our list. I mean, Zach Wilson's kind of in play against that Jaguars defense if you if you're brave enough to to go there. But it, it's kind of slim pickings. You might be you might have to turn to Gardner Minshew if you've been riding Hurts all season long. I mean, literally all of those names you mentioned, including Brock Purdy, I'd rather play Minshew. He's yeah. got the best weapons. Yeah, I, I I probably agree with you. Yeah, I'm trying to th- Purdy Purdy's close. I. I, I, I do worry about a lower-scoring game in that one, though. Uh, so uh, Purdy and uh, Minshew will be neck-and-neck neck for me. I, I probably still lean Purdy because we've seen it uh, over the last three weeks uh, with the touchdown passes and uh, with just general good play from a, a rookie quarterback. So, I mean, th- that's always a concern here. I mean, this guy, he's been practicing, and, but he hasn't really been in game situations since the preseason. And uh, so you worry – I worry a little bit about that and. Uh, with some of the other, as you said, extenuating circumstances potentially baked in there. I think Minshew is probably the riskier play between the two. Well, let's throw another one out there. Um, Ryan Tannehill's got a, a couple of ankle injuries. Yeah. Tom Pelissero just said that it's going to be, quote, an uphill battle for him to play this week. Malik I'm Willis. Not doing it. I'm, not doing, I'm it. not doing it either. I'm yeah, we, we already it. saw this matchup, too. Uh, I don't have the, the the stats in front of me from that matchup. Uh, but he already played the the Texans. That was his uh, first start of his start of his career. That was a seventeen ten game. He barely threw the ball. They just, they, I think Derrick Henry had two hundred rushing yards in that game. Uh, so I'm not going there with Malik Willis. I, we've seen that a couple times yeah. this season, um, and he didn't really run enough that you know made, would make him uh, worth it. So uh, yeah, I'm not surprised by that Tannehill news, especially with Houston on deck here. Uh, see if they can. Sneak one out here because the the big game for them is in Week 18 versus the Jaguars. Yeah. The, uh, uh, anyway, Tom, let's go now to uh, the running back position where um, it it looks like Jonathan Taylor is going to miss the rest of the season. He's been diagnosed with a high ankle sprain, and like the problem with this is the Colts are freaking atrocious. <laughs> and you know, and look, I'm t- Zach Moss, Deion Jackson. These guys got to be picked up. Do you have a preference? They have a uh, a couple of beatable matchups. You got yeah. the Chargers and the Giants coming, but do you have a preference here? Uh, what what are you doing with this backfield? That's what makes this even a bigger kick in the nuts. Uh, if you had Jonathan Taylor uh, just making it through these injuries, and then he gets this just glorious matchups against the Chargers run defense and the Giants run defense in the fantasy playoffs, and now we're stuck with Zach Moss and Deion Jackson, but. Uh, just based on, hey, they traded for him in that Naeem, Hill, uh, Naeem Hines deal. And what we saw on Saturday was uh, just a lot of use. Uh, he was the primary back uh, over Deion Jackson. Uh, Jackson did, he was the lead back the three, uh, I think it was three games uh, earlier this season before before Moss was traded to the Colts. He was kind of the guy. But uh, we they kind of showed their hand on Saturday that Moss is the primary back. and. Uh, it makes a lot of sense. They're they're evaluating them. They want to see what they got. So uh, Moss would be the priority. But I, I do think it, there's a potential that hey, if they we we saw them playing from a from ahead in that entire game uh, until the very end in that largest uh, uh, comeback ever by the by the Vikings on Saturday. So um, we haven't really seen them play from behind. And I think that might be more of Deion Jackson's role. This is a 
three-point spread, three-and-a-half point spread for the Chargers. Uh, so there's a potential that the rules could flip a little bit and if Jackson would see a little bit more time as as the, the, the passing back in this situation. But uh, I think the way that the Chargers are a defense that we want to attack with a running game, and Moss has been kind of the guy. So uh, we're going to lean Moss here. Uh, don't feel great about it because he hasn't been – uh, the world's best uh, NFL running back since he's coming to the league, but opportunity is there for him to potentially get like 15 carries in this game against the bad defense. Tyler Algier coming off his first career 100-yard game, but he's got uh, a bad matchup this week against Baltimore on the ground. Yeah, we, we got news that Caleb Huntley will be out of the mix. Uh, he, yeah, he yeah. tore his Achilles. Yeah, so he's done for the season. Uh, that kind of... There was three backs kind of in the mix there in Atlanta, so at least it's it's down to kind of him and uh, Cordero Patterson for the time being. We'll see if anybody, any other, uh, anybody else jumps into the mix and steals snaps. But they've been they've been giving Algier a, a solid, and you know he's been right around ten to twelve carries uh, over the back half of the season here. So uh, got a huge role, and we saw Desmond Desmond Ritter is a is a disaster. He's somehow worse than Marcus Mariota. Maybe he'll improve a little bit over the last couple games here but uh, I think the game plan is going to be let's pound it with Tyler Algier let's pound it with Cordero Patterson so uh, if you're looking for help the problem is they they this, this Baltimore matchup has been pretty tough in recent weeks uh, Nick Nick Chubb has got you know he nine fantasy points uh, last week uh, against the Ravens so it's not the best spot but at least we're counting on a guy that's going to get uh, potentially 10 plus uh, carries here and has the chance to you know, score a touchdown, but he has, I'll, I'll give Algier this. He was, uh, he looked like a Jag through the first half of the season here. And he's, he has run a little bit better here in recent weeks. He's up to a, a five uh, yards per carry average. So uh, he, he's improving here. So we like to, we like to get guys that are ascending it late in the year here. So maybe he's starting to peak uh, late in his rookie season. Um, uh, I, w- I, you had to know Deontay Foreman was going to just absolutely burn you. Uh, he doesn't. He does nothing in the passing game. The Panthers are atrocious. Now they have a really difficult matchup with the Lions this week. Chuba Hubbard's been getting it done in the passing game. He's somebody you could probably throw in there in, in a running back spot. I actually might prefer Chuba Hubbard to to Deontay Foreman this week straight up. I, I I am I'm completely with you. The Lions they haven't given up double digit fantasy points to a running back in seven weeks here. Uh, so we're, we're looking towards Hubbard. They're three point underdogs coming into this game as well. So, uh, this, this could be more of a, a Sam Darnold passing game, uh, for the Carolina Panthers. And we saw last week, once they kind of fell behind to the Steelers, Foreman got phased out of the offense. It was Chuba Hubbard seeing a, a, a season high 63% of the snaps. Uh, ha- you know, it was, wasn't a great day receiving. He had a, a one long catch. It was kind of a fluky play. But they, they still count. He had 57 receiving yards overall. And if they have to lean more towards the pass here, Chuba Hubbard is certainly more in play. Uh, I'm 100% with you. I, I think Hubbard uh, should be ahead of Foreman in our projections this week. Uh, he could be a flex option if you're really digging deep for, for help at the running back position. A name to check on the waiver wire to make sure if he was dropped, Tom, and he's available in over 60% of Yahoo leagues, Khalil Herbert. Um, the Bears are planning to have him in the mix over the final three games of the season. He was consistently uh, running better than David Montgomery. Now, 
Am I saying he's going to be a slam dunk start worthy guy? Not necessarily. David Montgomery's played really well. He scored twice against the Eagles, but Khalil Herbert was consistently getting like 30 to 40% of the work in that backfield. And before he went down with the hip injury, was running better than David Montgomery, quite frankly. Uh, Montgomery just does more in the passing game. Yeah, that's that's the big difference between the two. Uh, the problem is, you know, he's probably not going to jump back into that massive, not massive, but that big role that he had kind of earned through the, the first 10 weeks of the season. Uh, they might ease him in. So I, I wouldn't put him in a lineup necessarily this week, uh, see how they kind of play it out. But he also does have that, He's kind of a hand, you know, he has an upside handcuff handcuff potential if something would happen uh, to Montgomery this week. So uh, certainly a guy that is probably more worth a stash at this point uh, just to see what he kind of does this this first week back. But uh, uh, the one other guy, uh, if you're really, really hurting at the position is Marlon Mack. I think uh, we've seen the running backs get fed the rock in the passing game for Denver and uh, he's been back in the mix here. They got the Rams this week, so they could have some success, and then they get the Chiefs uh, in, in Week 17. So that could be a very pass-heavy script. Uh, not not that we're going to get many touchdowns out of the Denver Broncos backfield, but I think he's kind of been the he's now the number two guy, and uh, you know it's Latavius Murray in front of him. So um, you know if you're looking for help at the running back position, maybe he's uh, got got a little bit of life here down the stretch. Let's move to wide receiver and and obviously the top guy on the waiver wire this week. I cannot believe how many leagues he's available in, but I guess it makes sense. I mean, he got hurt and then he did nothing, but Jahan Dotson's going to be a really good player in this league and, and he's available in 85% of Yahoo leagues. Yeah, and they also had their bye in week 14. There was a lot yeah. of circumstances that that led to him being dropped, but over the last two games uh, that they've actually been on the field against the Giants uh, in week 13 and week 15, He's come up with some big plays, uh, scored two touchdowns, uh, had that, that impressive downfield uh, catch over the defender for the 61-yard uh, reception there that kind of set Washington up to, to give them a chance to win that game late. Uh, so he's been turning it on here, maybe. I also think you know, Heineke's so set on McLaurin. You know, he loves just, you know, just, uh, you know, Pounding the, the ball to him. Just keeps throwing it over and over and over again. Now he's gotten some reps with him. He didn't really have a ton of practice time with him. Uh, maybe we're seeing a little bit of a rapport developing between him and Dotson. Uh, so I think he's on the upswing here. The the, the problem is they got the, the 49ers this week. It's going to be kind of, yeah, you're going to have to uh, grit and bear it if you, you play yeah. them. It's not a great matchup. They're not going to score a lot of points. But I think he's, he's a guy that's making plays, and he's – more talented than probably almost anybody that's on your uh, waiver wire in your waiver wire at the wide receiver position. Um, moving down a little bit, Tom, uh, Tyler Lockett broke his right finger. Um, he had surgery. He'll probably miss at least one game. Geno Smith still has been playing pretty good football this year. Marquise Goodwin? I mean, he's virtually guaranteed to be out there on your waiver wire. Yeah, and we can kind of tie this in uh, with the tight end position, too. I think Noah Fant gets a little boost yeah. as well if you're if we're hurting it to a tight end. The Fanta Clause, as John likes to call me. Maybe he'll be in town uh, over the Christmas weekend here. But uh, Goodwin, has he, he's had the chance to see the majority of the snaps, over 60% of the snaps in two games this year. And he's scored in both of them. 
uh, scored uh, 11 plus fantasy points in both of those games. So, and the game script could be there. They're 10 point underdogs on the road against the Chiefs. So, uh, not expecting, uh, you know, they could be playing in a negative game script and could be chasing points. So maybe he has the chance to, to you know, rack up four or five catches and maybe break a long one. He has that potential. Uh, so he's he's certainly on the radar if you've been using Locke all season. Maybe you just go to him as kind of a handcuff here and uh, pick up Marquise Goodwin and hope that Lockett gets back on the field in Week 17. Uh, two tight ends to mention. Unfortunately, my boy Chigakonkwo, Tom, is going to take an absolute beating if Malik oh, Willis is the quarterback. It, like, you got to move him way down on your projections, even though he's the uh, he's their best receiver right now. And then, of course, it's going to be Juwan Johnson. Uh, the former, he was a wide receiver at Penn State and Oregon, was a big-time hyped-up prospect and neither really never did much at either spot. Converted him to tight end, and now it looks like he's going to stick in the NFL as a big-time kind of playmaker. Yeah, and he's kind of been Andy Dalton's guy. Uh, Lave has taken a little bit of a dip here, and it's been, uh, if you're looking for deeper help at wide receiver, Rashid Shahid is making plates every week, and he's he's leading them in snaps now at wide receiver. So I think he's definitely on the radar in a deeper league. And uh, and it's been Jawan Johnson. It's been those two guys have kind of been Andy Dalton's guys in recent weeks. and. Uh, Johnson, he's been up over 12 fantasy points in four of his last five games. He's scored twice last week. Uh, so he's been kind of the guy when they get down near the red zone. It certainly hasn't been Alvin Kamara. Anybody that's been using him over the back half of the season, he can't score. It's been Jawan Johnson doing all the the, the, the touchdown dances for the, the Saints here in recent weeks. So uh, the, the problem is the Saints, you know, they're, play, they're using rotations at every position. It, it's it's very frustrating, but uh, he, he's rolling right now. And uh, yeah, as you said, uh, Chig is a guy that's losing some steam. If Malik Willis is potentially starting, people tried the Jeff Driscoll experiment. Didn't didn't go well. Nope. For him. Didn't go well for him last week. And that game even went to overtime. So uh, I, I know. Mean, yeah, he had uh, eight opportunities and had sixteen total yards. So there's there's not a whole lot of help there at tight end. I think Jawan Johnson and Noah Fant would be the two guys I would be looking at the tight end position this week. Tom, it's it's. Uh, let's hope everybody avoided the Jalen Hurts situation. I know you did not. <laughs> I did I mean, not. No, I'll be. Uh, you... I'll be. Uh, I, I need to get a mustache. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be Minshew Minshew mania time on Saturday yeah. uh, Christmas Eve there. So let's. Uh, we, let's go, I think Minshew. we both we both ran hotter than the sun last year, and this year uh, we've had some bad breaks. And guess what, Tom? Happens. That's fantasy but, uh, football. <laughs> it, it's fantasy football um, for sure. Uh, I mean, my best. Uh, I was feeling so good. Like the teams that I've had that have advanced in, in, in the best ball playoffs. I, I, I've got Hertz and AJ Brown stacks and I'm oh, like, yeah. Oh man. <laughs> and now like if, if you have somehow have a team that advanced without Jalen Hurts, you are in freaking great shape right now. I mean, it, that's just the way it bounces sometimes, but Gardner Minshew is a viable option this week. His name is Tom Brawley at Tom Brawley on Twitter. My name is Joe Dolan at FG underscore Dolan on Twitter. Fantasypoints.com's early bird special is 30% off. Can you imagine stuffing your stocking with that? Um, Look, Tom, it's the best rate you're going to get all year. Go to fantasypoints.com. You don't need a promo code. It's literally on the website. It is discounted. You get the 30% off, whether it's standard or premium, and it gets you the rest of this year as well if you haven't. Um, actually subscribe. Maybe, you know, you're tired of a... Uh, or you maybe can upgrade. You got, I know people 
do the standard, and then hey, we want to do DFS and betting during the uh, during the playoffs. So yeah, during I mean, the playoffs, yep. And then maybe you know you lost Jalen Hurts, and you're like, well, my season's screwed. I got to get scratch my itch somehow. Well, get our get our uh, a premium package. You get uh you get betting, you get DFS in that as well. And I, I the the um the wild card slates are going to be fun to play for DFS time. Like I know a lot of people who maybe they don't do DFS hardcore during the season. A lot of the fish get into the waters in, in the playoffs on those slates. That might sure. be me. Cause I, I, I just don't have the t- time or energy to, to do many DFS. I just don't play DFS during the regular season, but when I get a little bit of time to breathe in the postseason, I, I usually dip my toe in all the, the slates as the playoffs go along. So that will be me. I may, Hopefully I'm not a fish though. Cause I use fantasypoints.com. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, our guys, Scott Barrett, Jake Tribby, Graham Barfield, um, they'll definitely help you help you do that. Uh, Tom, uh, let, let's just hope everybody survived the Jalen Hurts uh, apocalypse. Um, and, but if not, hey, maybe you just want to come ch- hang out in our staff discord. You can do that as well. So uh, for Tom Brawley, uh, I'm Joe Dolan. Everybody, uh, Tom, uh, you are traveling for Christmas. Yes. Um, I am not. Um, we are definitely going to, we'll try to do the um, points, the final point stream we'll, on we'll, Saturday. We'll definitely try. We're going to have to test it. Your mom apparently <laughs> yeah, has, she uh, lives out AOL. <laughs> yeah, she lives out in the deep woods. So of, uh, Cambria County, Pennsylvania. So not a, not a whole lot of internet service out there, but we'll, I'll test it out. Hopefully I'll be good to go for a Saturday live stream. Uh, we'll definitely do that, uh, to help everybody that's setting their lineups before going to have Christmas Eve dinner there. So. Um, yeah, and I'll be, be on. I'll be on Discord to. We'll be if not, Tom. We'll be on Discord to answer your questions. Yeah. Uh, but I love doing the final points live stream because it helps us talk through a lot of situations and the questions that everybody has. So, and I think those live streams have been helping other people, like kind of get get all the different permutations of a question that you might have. But uh, I just want everybody to have a, a Merry Christmas, uh, Happy Hanukkah for those who celebrate, Merry Christmas to those who celebrate, um, and whatever season it is for you, uh, I hope it, it, it brings uh, brings you some joy. Uh, in your life. So for uh, Tom, I'm Joe. I think I already said that. It doesn't matter. It's my podcast. I can say what I want. (laughs) Have a good one, everybody. uh, And take it easy. Thanks for tuning in to this edition of the fantasy points podcast. Remember to subscribe, rate and review on your favorite platform and come join the roster at fantasypoints.com. points.com.